Welcome to our podcast series. We hope you enjoy and are blessed by the stories, wisdom, and inspiration of the Medical Mission Sisters. Thank you for listening. And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen this book. I have. It's the um, a descriptive review of the Innovative Health Center. Okay. Well, the first half, I don't, there is a, the first half was published first. And then the second half, and it's accurate, and it's, the whole story is in there, and done by an insider, a person who was involved in the health center, uh, in, the, in the planning of it and the growing of it. But the second half was done by a hired individual, a person who does that kind of research. And, and I, it's not, to me, like the, the only place I can identify an inaccuracy is my name is on it. Hmm. You know, little ones, little ones. And it's not signed by anybody, the second half. So I personally don't know why they published it at that stage with this, uh-huh. you know, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, you have seen this, or? I have not. I think I have it on my You know shelf. it exists. I, I know yeah. it exists. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. So can you just tell me about the health center, like how I got, how did you start it? Is it? Yes. Um, I say yes. Don't leave out a cell immediately because she's the, yeah. Um, I was happily in um, Asia. And I was, when I was home, the times were such that there are a lot of changes. And works were starting up here in the United States as well as other places. And um, Estelle... Um, informed, like when I was home once on renewal, that they, there is sort of a plan uh, to try to go to Canada. Because I don't think anyone <clears throat> except Mother Dangle has ever done formation promotion <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> and um, and um, so she and Martina, they were on um, leave of their own um, camped what they called across Canada, oh. but they began in Ottawa. And of course, I happen to come from the Far East and can't correct her on that. <laughs> anyway, they called it across Canada, beginning in Ottawa to, to uh, survey the needs in the church and in the country, particularly in the country, hmm. health needs. And they found out that the, the people most in need were the um, First Nations peoples and the inner city folk. And uh, they put um, little flags um, where there were religious sisters on the map. And there were much, much, much fewer on the map of Edmonton, Hmm. map of um, the prairies, you know, Western Canada. Um, So um, meanwhile, I was home from, I'll say Asia, and it's two more of us. One who happens to be Elaine um, Cole, who's home right now, mm-hmm. and Marianne Tregoning. Uh, we went to um, an internet. Wait, no, international public health cum Canadian public health conference in Halifax, where I happened to be because mm-hmm. I was home. I had a great deal of time at home. Because of family family uh, deaths actually, and children left alone, 
And so we went to this conference in Halifax, <clears throat> and it happened that there was a person there, a social worker from Edmonton, who brought what was called a McDonald report. Hmm. And the McDonald report had analyzed the, um, the ability for any city folk to reach health care. Now, health care in Canada, of course, is uh, available to all. But for their reasons in the inner city, um, they were, they, it was not happening well at all. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I took that report home here. I call, <laughs> I'm calling this home uh, from Halifax uh, here and um, gave it to Estelle. And then I went back to Bangladesh and I, she wrote later. I wasn't there very long, maybe a year, year and a half two years, I forget. Um, she said, um, uh, plans are forming. You know, it's going on. The idea is going on. And she's trying to pull together a little group who would like to go to Canada and start. Um, she thought maybe a, really start, like a district or in the beginning. <clears throat> and so I, I can remember not not believing I was actually making the decision myself to leave Bangladesh. Couldn't believe it, but I said I would, so I did. Mm. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> and so we came home and got ready to go. And so four of us <clears throat> drove up, and um, we went straight to Edmonton, uh, chose Edmonton, and um, even over and above places farther north that were also in great need mm -hmm. because there were good resources there. Mm. And there was a good a bishop at the time. Uh, he's there. Oh, I don't, can't be alive now, though. Who was absolutely wide open to our coming, coming and let it, letting us um, start what we thought we should start in the inner city. Mm -hmm. uh, although he did invite us to do something about the Cape Bretoners. That's where I'm from. <laughs> The Cape Prisoners who are out west, and, and, and they're also in need, you know, yeah. like. And, um, and lo and behold, in the inner city, there were a great crowd to join. Immediately, we had a very good extended community. Um, there were folks living there who were, had already gone through quite a bit, uh, like the McDonald Report, and even before that, coming to the decision that something needs to be done in the inner city vis-a-vis vis health care. Mm -hmm. And one of those was Bob McKeon, who happened to be from New York, but he went up as a young man as a lay missionary to the far north. And um, he and Estelle were twins, you know, as far as thinking, th their, their way of doing things and thinking and, and finishing it and doing it, yeah. And um, from then on, it was hard work but uh, a really wonderful community developed mm -hmm. in, in the working community. And they remarked to that many times. After, especially the second half, they talk a lot about the problems that arose during the uh, second half of the, um, the development, you know, when the thing was going and a couple of years were going by, the, um, the problems that, that came up. Yeah. And, um, Mm -hmm. What was your role? I'm a, I pre I'm a nurse. I'm an outpost nurse, 
which is a nurse practitioner on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> the outpost nurse, uh, see, I, had, I, had, I was in family care there for a while after I came home, quite a while. My sister died in childbirth and um, fifth child. Oh and, uh, and she was going to look after my, our aunt who brought us up because our mother died when I, we were, I was five. Mm-hmm. She was about nine months. Um, and my uncle had, uncle and aunt brought us up, brother and sister. He had died just before I left Bangladesh. Mm. And so we had their three deaths, which are three key people. Yeah. And um, two of them, um, two of my sisters, um, one was in Germany. And when I was coming through Germany, she informed me that Doreen had died mm. in, uh, during a cesarean. And um, the other sister and her whole family, you might have seen them, three of them were here mm-hmm. recently. They, were, hadn't, they had gone to Africa about two weeks before, oh. so they weren't available. Um, the, uh, Frank, my sister's husband, it, um, worked at the university. This is a whole other story, the development of the Cody International Institute. Community development, um, need, strong need that was in, you know, in Cape Breton early on. And they were taking that, um, that uh, what do you want to call it, a business, but that teaching to where the people were coming from, like mm. from Africa and from other, mm. many other countries that were coming to Nova Scotia. And of course, they didn't totally enjoy the cold weather. Mm. <laughs> Very <laughs> and, different. Uh, yeah. And, um, so they went to Africa to bring the program there, and they were there for several years. Mm. So they were off the list of who can help. Mm-hmm. So I, I ended up at home helping two families, you know, my, yeah. And for a while, and part of that, after my aunt got into a, into a nursing home, which was later, later on, later on, um, I was able to check into the university and do some study and go after my degree in nursing. Okay. I already had the other from youth, you know. And um, so that's where I, I also took on um, outpost nursing. Now outpost and public health nursing. So I came back with those. Um, and is outpost nursing, outpost. that's like a certi- certificate? Like that's an actual Oh yeah, it's an actual course. Thing. <laughs> it's an actual job. <laughs> the outposts are where in the far Arctic. Yeah. The far north of the provinces and the far Arctic. Yeah, the, the north, the far north. Oh. And the nurses are, in, if the population is such a size, they're the only um, people up there who you know, it's in their care. There's nursing stations. Wow. Now the people have doctors. They even have specialists, but they're a thousand miles away mm-hmm. or five hundred miles away, and the, but they're there. You know what I mean there. But the nurse is the one that's on on deck. Right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So there's a special course for it, and I think almost two years and two summers. You know, it's a long because you have to know what you're doing before you go. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in good hands, if there's somebody else up there with you, you'd learn. But um, and which is the case in some sides, some of the um, homesteads or whatever you want to call them, villages or yeah, 
are big enough to handle two nurses. And of course, the doctors come up like maybe once a month or, yeah. And if there's a lot of commotion, a lot of people injured at one time, there's a Learjet that could drive up from mm-hmm. Edmonton. Uh, see, the modern medicine was available at, from a distance. Yeah. 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 And um, so I had that course. And it helped me a lot after I went back to Bangladesh. Because I was doing what I was doing anyway, but yeah. <laughs> a better sense, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So that's outpost nursing. It's, it's equivalent to, to um, um, nurse practitioners. Uh-huh. I think maybe a little longer. Yeah. Yeah. So you um, were providing nurse. You were a nurse in Edmonton at the clinic. Yeah, I came on as nurse practitioner. Nurse practitioner. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and of course available um, in the planning. You know, in running around the city and doing all the investigating, and we had to find had to go up and down the streets looking for a building that we might hold um, available, accessible. Um, and then once we got the building, Michelle and I both were driving around and we came across um, um, something going up on one corner, not very far from our house. It looks kind of big. And we said, oh, what's that? You know, and she put her, her foot on the brake so hard. Um, and so, And we got in. First of all, he was trying to brush us off, the guys who were working inside. We got in, and here it was the man next door, the little store, hmm. who was a Polish immigrant with a couple of sons, and um, he was building a new place for himself. Hmm. He was going to rent out and have more room for himself and have the basement for the boys. They were growing, and he was, they get them, they were into, um, what do you call the old cars, you know, keep them off the street kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, but then he began to think, you know, he said, hmm, health center, like, and, you know, and uh, so almost straight away he, he consented. Wow. And then one day came, <clears throat> and uh, we were figuring it's time, like we had something on paper, and um, we brought that up to one of his sons, the son spoke, his English wasn't bad, but the more English to one of the sons, and we always remember his son said, my father's handshake <laughs> is better than any piece of paper. <laughs> I get tears and I think yeah, of it. Yeah. 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 And it worked. Yeah. So, um, Michelle, there was a lot of hard work, which I, I got, you know, I wasn't, I didn't get the pain of that because I wasn't inside on the, the developing of the board. And uh, and I also went north again to um, get some money to put it in our bank. You know, like just, you get good money in the north and you get it quick. And they were looking for um, somebody to relieve for a short while. So I went, I was it a month or two months or whatever. So like that, I was, yeah. Um, and also the experience in the North, I was the only one who could contribute, contribute to what the health center needs to look like inside. The mm-hmm. size of the um, examination rooms, the flow, patient flow, you know, the, and, and all that. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. And we kind of did very well, except um, 
lab. We didn't anticipate the lab growing. You know, we thought a lab, we would take blood or something and the lab would pick it up. Well, they did that in the beginning, but it, it grew quickly. So people came so, to the clinic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How long were you there? The vision. I was there about 11 years in okay. Edmonton, but I was at the clinic about five. Okay. And then I was in the neighborhood. And yeah. what does that mean, that you were in the neighborhood? I, we were still living. I was still living there. I see. And working in the neighborhood. Yeah. And that, the, see, other things happened after the clinic um, got going. And, and one of it, and we don't hear much about it, is... Um, Uh, oh yeah, here it is. The fourth layer. Other two other projects. Oh. One was the inner city housing society. You know, there were little rundown, unable to live in little bits houses. Mm -hmm. The place was a nice place to live. They had a little bit of yard in front. They had a little bit of yard out back. Then they had a lane. They shared a lane with the next street back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And. Um, the little old houses that people were, you know, all broken down and everything. Well, I guess the bottom line is people, inner city people needed housing. They needed better housing. And so this society was started. A lot of the, um, the people who worked on the health center, but folks were still there. There was a lot of group of young marrieds. Um, first, what is it? First... Um, Dutch Reformed young people uh -huh. were settled there, okay. you know, like and there for the reason that we were there, yeah. you know, to, and they were still there. And the, the community, by chance, which was lucky for us, had come together very strongly before we ever came mm. for the purpose of um, not allowing another... Um, what do you call it? Big place where you have hockey arena and um, arena. Stadium? Stadium in the area, you know, kind of parky and everything. Mm -hmm. And they succeeded. I mean, wow. <laughs> saved yeah. the neighborhood. They mm -hmm. saved the neighborhood. Saved the neighborhood, yeah. And so they were active. Mm -hmm. And they, were, they came out to meetings and they, yeah, and they wanted the health center, etc. Yeah. And the other place we started very, very quickly. Anawim, Anawim place it was called, Anawim, somebody else named it, and it has something to do with the poor in uh, in, in um, ancient times, I think, Anawim. Okay. Anyway, it was a food program, okay. a place to, where they could go and get food. And I can hardly believe it, I count them. There was about at least six different other religions more than that in people because a couple of them were in the same group all came together mm -hmm. it happened rather quickly <laughs> all came together and they they got this building um storefront you know like kind of mm -hmm. and um and then when it came time that something had to be signed or one of the the sisters of providence backed it you know they they took on the uh, the signing okay yeah anything to do with finance so those two projects, uh, I, uh, Inner City Housing and Anawim Place, also after the health center. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. a lot of 
service provided to that community. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the struggle was, um, I mean, there are a lot of people there working anyway. There was the Boyle Macaulay and um, different others, uh, but nothing in health care. Right. Yeah. And um, the cooperation was very good, of yeah. course. Yeah. 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 Um, yes, it made a big difference. It's yeah. growing, growing. And then there's a lot of struggles in the second half here. Mm. Um, uh, where the um, new people coming on board and finding doctors. You know, we had to, in the beginning, we didn't allow, um, um, mm -hmm. in, the, in the beginning, we were a bit, a bit lucky to get going with doctors and then they had to change. But in the very beginning, Estelle gets a big kick out of this. Um, there was one guy in sitting in the town, the city. He wanted to give, what was it a billion or a million dollars or mm. something, and a house already, already there. You know, he'd mm -hmm. give us the house. Um, but the house, from my perspective, of course, wouldn't have worked because you. It's a house with stairs to the second floor, stairs to the third floor. Uh, that wouldn't, I mean, see, I'm not used to this thing. Um, that wouldn't work. Right. But he, saw, he wanted full, um, full control over everything, uh, permanent board, you know, permanently on the border, permanently this, and full control. So they turned the house down, they turned the, wow. the I think it was more than a million, actually. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, Probably uh, a wise decision. Oh, which is, it, you, there's no way you could fulfill your, your criteria for what you needed to start. Yeah. You yeah. know, from the point of view of a community development, you know, right. that, there's enough for somebody up there controlling everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And internally, the, the struggles, um, lar largely, I think, were around doctors coming on who had no idea how to incorporate a nurse practitioner. You know, it wasn't in their training or it wasn't, yeah. And that was a struggle. And that know, like, would have impacted you directly since you were the nurse practitioner? No, when I, we were there, it was going good because we had um, a doctor who wanted to be there and okay. understood nurse practitioners okay. when I was there. But this is in the, um, maybe five years on. Okay. Yeah, later on. It's, in the half of this other half of this book. Okay. Yeah, I had to read this to really know all that was going on because uh -huh. I was in the um, in the city, but not on the in the right. In, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then when you um, left Edmonton, did you go to Camden, New Jersey? When I left Edmonton. Um, 19, wait now, was I finished, uh, no, I, yes, um, even while I was in Edmonton, I had a few months in the um, um, Cambodian refugee camp, you know, when the others yeah. were there. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I have a lot of paper on that, too. Yeah. 
and then went back to Edmonton for that. Okay. Yeah. So you were in mm -hmm. Cambodia when uh, Eunice went? Yes, when Eunice and the others went. How was that experience for oh, you? Oh, it was good. It was a good experience, yeah. It was... Uh, um, um, definitely a different experience. I mean, people were... There was nobody there under five because they had died. The ones that were over 40 looked like 80 or 85 were all dried out, and you know what I mean? Because they had done a lot of walking before they hit the Thailand border and all that, you know, and then they're pursued by the Pol Pot people. You know, they went through so much. Mm -hmm. There was dead silence. Um, you didn't do very much, which didn't didn't actually be a whole lot, you know. Like there was nothing there for us to work with. There's some Johnson's baby oil, and um, so no supplies, no uh, supplies for you to work uh, with. Not in the beginning, but there was soap and water. I mean, there was food, um, and we were put into a, a woman, gave up her house. And she stayed there to did, and did some cooking to to board us, and then the um, I forget who, who um, wasn't UNICEF, but somebody had to give us a truck, you know, a car. And we came and went. Kenny drove it mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. Um, and these were refugees who were leaving Cambodia into Thailand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Cambodians had helped the Americans during the war, especially the people in the far north of Thailand, the Mao people. Yes, they, they, the Cambodians, yes, yeah. And then Pol Pot, yeah, I have to read that up, stuff up again. Pol Pot, um, he was causing a revolution in Cambodia to reduce the population, and, and then he did by, by millions, you know, like back to an ancient time. So that means they would be free of external influence. And he did this by anybody who had glasses well reads, okay? You know, like, wow. yeah, anybody who's been educated, you know, like all that crazy stuff, you know. Mm. Yeah, and so, yeah, there, there was terrible, uh, I guess he called it shock. Everybody was silent and at first. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you went to um, accompany the refugees? No, the ten, we were there in camps, already set up okay. camps. Yeah. And, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I have, a, I have a lot of material on that. Yeah. 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 Um, and we had a big, yeah, there was, there's, you know, but in no time a thousand beds in big long camps, you know, like yeah, and there was other other volunteers there uh -huh. of course, and many other volunteers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. wow. Um oh well, yeah, we did the daily care. We like work shifts we were there. Okay. Oh yeah, came and went. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. So you were there mm -hmm. for several months, I believe? I was yeah, I think I was there for about three months anyway. Uh -huh. Three or four, I forget. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Three sounds like a number that I haven't gone through that yeah, lately. Yeah, it's a long yeah. time ago. <laughs> it's a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. 
And mm -hmm. what, um, coming back to Camden, what were you doing in Camden? In Camden. Um, and um, in Camden, we were living in the big house. And I think more, mainly I was doing ESL. Okay. That got me away from the house. Yeah, ESL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also in Germantown. Oh, right. I was in Germantown, too. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, and were you teaching ESL in Germantown as well? Yeah. That I remember clearly because, you know, I walked down the street and, yeah, and over to the church, you know, to get in. One time I was coming home, my way, coming toward home, and there was a young man there, and he was rapping. <laughs> and when I got to him, what was he rapping about? <laughs> my tam. And I, <laughs> I had a tam, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and why was I wearing it? Or something, I don't know. <laughs> How interesting. Yeah, I remember yeah. that, yeah. Real time. Real time. He was rapping in real time. He, oh, yeah, he was, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, would you have any reflections on being a medical mission sister? You, you're 95. You've been a medical mission sister for how many years? When did you enter? I came in 55, 1955, yeah. I can't mm. do the math that fast, so 2025, <laughs> it's a long time, yeah. decades. Yeah. How has it, like, do you have any reflections on how it's been? Yeah. Well, I often say to myself, um, or to others, if it's necessary, um, I did my backing up before I came. I've, I've never regretted, you know, I've never like had a second thought. I think I, I, I waited, like I grew up on a small farm and um, outside town. And you don't grow up very fast in a situation mm. like that. I mean, we did in many respects. We were adult to begin with, yeah. as far as work and responsibility and all that stuff. Yeah. But, um, and I'm glad that I lingered, you know, until I was about 25. And, um, and, and so when the changes came, and there were a lot of people leaving, the changes in the church and the changes in healthcare, in all the changes, yeah, yeah, the changes we call them. Um, I, I, at that very time is when I, got, had, I had to be involved with my family. Uh -huh. And so that was agonizing because I didn't, I knew I didn't want to leave, if you know what I mean. So if I'm, I'm here, I'm, mm -hmm. yeah. And um, I, you know, so I, I went through it there. I knew, I, you know, my, the person who brought us up was in need, Alzheimer's, and great need. You know what I mean? What do you do? Right. Yeah. What do you right. do? And um, so, vis-a-vis -vis the community, I have never had any. Um, any doubts that I did the right thing mm -hmm. because I started off thinking about it when I was about 11. Oh, I, oh. We were, I said, we had a large, two large groves on either side of the farm and some of them we called good climbers, you know. <laughs> so I got many times way up in one of the good climbers oh. and I set my eyes on China. <laughs> wow. And so there's something put it put in there, you know, like Mission. You were felt called to mission even as a child. I think so. Yeah, yeah. But to trace it, it's hard to know. Yeah. 
um, my aunt would have said things that would have kind of led me in that direction. And I can remember once the parish priest going down the aisle, where are all the missionaries? You know, like complaining. <laughs> and um, and I think maybe our articles that came to the house in a magazine, one thing or another. Mm-hmm. And then one of those magazines had a picture of a, a sister, and her sleeves were rolled up to here. Hmm. And I, hmm, you know, because I, I was already beginning to experience that the sisters were in administration, and the, you know, and I wanted the, the contact, like grassroots. I didn't want to get you know, teach in school right. or get caught in the, you know, you administration of something. Doing yeah. the work. Your yeah. Hands. Yeah. And that turned out to be a medical mission sister. <laughs> she turned out to be a midwife. Oh my! God. <laughs> That's what their sleeves oh. were rolled up for. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else that you wanted, would like to share? We, there's a lot, um, I'll leave stuff around if you want to look at yeah, it. Yeah, I would love that. There's, um, this was on the health center. Okay. There's some pictures. And I said some are about the 30th year anniversary of Cell and I both went up. Mm. And so there's a lot of stuff in papers, et cetera, et cetera. And then some are just general spirit. Some pictures I put in. Okay. And then um, um, an example would be, this is a boat people, you know, like boat, Oi, the girl. Uh-huh. And uh, I walked her up the aisle. Her mother was still back in Vietnam. When she came, she was pregnant with um, Nicholas. Uh-huh. Nicholas is there, and, and he's, he's let out a great big laugh because it, would, <laughs> it was his turn. Oh. <laughs> he was his turn to get uh, baptized or something. Oh. Other little kids were ahead of him, or a baby or something. Okay. So my turn. <laughs> um, the social workers were telling her to abort uh, before she hit the country, you know, and because um, he's going to die, you haven't got a job, oh. you don't know, you know, like he said, well, she said, well, if he dies, I die with him. Mm. And um, and then, so she, yeah. And so Mick Nicholas is my godson now, and uh, yeah, grown up, and he's... Um, um, second in charge of this, the TD Bank or something in Toronto. Oh my! <laughs> yeah. So some of us, I said, just the general spirit. Yeah. Yeah, wonderful. Now this is the the we also went back for the thirtieth. No, um, that's this. This is the Alberta Legislature invited us and all the bishops and. Um, um, of, of all the churches, you know, the okay. Ukrainian, all of them, because um, they, um, they, they, and the legislature ground, I'll just show you a bit of it and then I'll leave it with you. Um, they put um, a, rep, um, a symbol of, of a sister, not a symbol, but a real one, 
all the sisters who contributed to the building of Alberta from the beginning. Wow. And it's amazing what they did. Some of the towns were developed around a sister first going there, you know. Uh, and this is the, uh, the statue that went up. Mm -hmm. mm, beautiful. Yes, we were afraid, you know, when they took it off, what the name of goodness is going to come out, you know. But it was it was a good replica, uh -huh. good hard-working shoes, you know, working shoes, apron, and, um, you know, like, it was a good, good symbolic of yeah, the mom. Yeah, she really represents. Yeah. The boy there is my nephew. Oh. We, we went out the next day because we wanted to see where our name was on the stone. Oh. And uh, that's where our name is on the stone. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Yeah. 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 It's the stone, and then our name is on the stone. I'm sorry, I didn't tell you. No. Yeah. Yeah. So that's about that. Okay. Yeah, all the different churches and wow. the stuff that was in the paper and. Mm -hmm. And if you think, doubt Estelle's. This one is all on her sister plant seeds of service. Okay. <laughs> so there's a lot of good stuff to read yeah, there. Thank yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you. Okay. Teresa.